Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. Today, I had to switch it up on you hoes. I normally have like super hot bitches on, but today I wanted to cater to my female crowd and I brought on Flex with Bane. How are you, baby? Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank, thank you for having me. You do. Thank you for being here. I'm like stoked to have you on because I normally have, you know, girls on. So I get to hear their point of view, like right. with the business that we're in and stuff like that. And I thought it would be really cool whenever somebody sent you to me. I was like, dude, this would be awesome for him to come on. But then we talked on the phone and you told me kind of like mm -hmm. your fucking story is amazing. Yeah, I, I've definitely been through a lot of things um, that I feel like I could share with other people that would be beneficial. A lot of people just see me for my Instagram. And instead of like I was you know, mentioning before, it's um, a lot of people either read your book or they put it down. So right. I think this gives me an opportunity to um, communicate with my fans or your fans on my side of only fans you know what i mean yeah well and only fans and your life you had some shit really happen to you yeah mm -hmm. let's um let, so where'd you grow up um i'm originally from arizona mm -hmm. uh, i lived there my whole life i actually grew up without my father so it kind of like put me in a position to where i was always acting up okay. so i was always in trouble and so, so not only women aren't the only ones who have daddy issues yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I guess mine led me into a position to where I was locked up and I ended up getting put in a group home for three years. And that's when my life really changed. You know, like I didn't have family. I didn't have anything to look forward to. All the other kids were going on field trips and doing this and graduating Aww. while I was like trying to figure out my life. And nobody really wanted to get to know why these things happened to me or why I act a certain way. Right. You know what I mean? And it kind of just made me feel alone in the world. Oh, Yeah. I mean, that would be, I couldn't even imagine that, you know, mm -hmm. did, was it that you, so you went to a group home. So was it because your parents just, you know, were they, were they addicts or what was the deal with them? Or so you my, want to touch base on yeah, that? my father, he's a drug addict. He, okay. uh, he died of drugs. Oh, my gotcha. mom has always been in my life, but when you're away from a family member or from somebody you love for a long time, that relationship changed no matter if you want it to or not. Right. So I felt myself in a position to where I was by myself, right. like against this wall as a young, young kid, you yeah. know, not a man, not over 18, 15 years old with cameras on me, other guys in the room at all times, always being watched. You didn't have Internet access to anything. You know, your life is altered. Right. And so, like, I just I didn't really have that relationship with my family. So I was by myself. So I kind of like grew up 
differently than all the other kids. Right. So being, how long were you in the group home for? Uh, three years. Three years and then oh, until you hit 18. Well, it was right before I was 18 because I, I was about to get off probation. Oh, gotcha. So what did you end up going, you know, getting in trouble for? What were some of the things you did? So um, I was bullied as a kid. And I told this uh, kid that was bullying me if I ever saw him outside of school that, you know. <laughs> You're going to beat him up. Pretty much. Good. Yeah. He deserves, I fucking hate bullies, man. So every day he would make fun of my father and like all these oh, things. Kids and are like, so fucking mean, man. Mm -hmm. And so anyways, I saw him outside of school like a year later and I went to confront him and he hit me in the head with a scooter and knocked me out. And then later that day, he had texted one of my friends. It was like, yo, tell him to come to the green belt. I want to fight him. So I go because I'm like furious at this point. Right. Well, you just got fucking knocked in the head with a scooter. I'm yeah. pissed too. That's yeah. a bitch move. Yeah. So I, I show up and there's like a hundred people just like there. And I'm like, what is going on? So I saw him. And as soon as that happened, I just... I couldn't stop and he ended up having a seat. You just beat the fuck out of him, right? Yeah. Just all that anger too from yeah. all the years of the shit that you were going through. Literally that, that kid fucking caught the hands, right? Yeah, so I um, I ended up, so anyways, yeah, he ended up like having a seizure and going to the hospital and the oh, police, God. like, you know, I had to deal with that situation. They said, if, you know, you do anything else, you're gonna have to pay the consequences. Right. So, you know, it was between that and having drugs and smoking weed and fighting, everything built up. So I ended up having to go to court and they were like, all right, you have to spend X amount in jail. And then once there's an opening spot, you can go to the group home Aww. and then try to rehabilitate yourself from there, you know? Right. So between the, between like the uh, group home and the therapist and all the different groups, you be you're like able to graduate this program and then you're become like you become a citizen again right so they give you a citizen watch and then yeah it's it's kind of I think unique. that's so horrible that they they throw kids in a group home and expect them to not have behavioral problems because of the shit that they've gone through uh -huh. and then it's like you guys get in trouble for having behavioral problems right. and then you guys you know end up with like your juvenile records and stuff like that and i just think that's terrible yeah so they need a better system well no they just need to let they need to rehabilitate kids instead of like punishing them because right. you can save somebody you know right. what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody's like a lot of the times they don't care because you're just another statistic you're another number to them dude i think you should that's something that maybe might be like in your calling cards oh yeah when you get so i have a meal prep company called fuego meals mm -hmm. and like every Every uh, purchase X amount of dollars will go to like, you know, donating to group homes and eventually like I want to have my own group homes. But, yeah. you know, giving these kids an option like I had to not just go to jail, but to actually rehabilitate to do something. Yeah. yeah, learn things and feel cared about and like build a family and then like a foundation. So when they come out in the real world, yeah. like they they know how to live on their own. They know about taxes. They know about like the things like you need to know about in life. Yeah, absolutely. So what happened after you got out of the group home? Oh. How, so how old <laughs> were you? Is, I was I was seven I uh, know. I was I was almost eighteen. Okay. Like, where's seventeen and a half year old Dane at? I went to class with my head down. I got straight A's. Did I, you really? Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I got to do something with my life. I was always. That's fucking awesome <coughs> that you were that young and you were like, you know what? I got to be better. It was hard because like I, I was apparently this good looking kid that like everybody was like, why is he so quiet? Like people were like, come sit with us. I would eat by myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't trust anybody. You're a lone wolf. I, yeah. I didn't trust anybody because I didn't really know how the outside world like worked right. anymore. Right. So eventually I went and talked to the football coach and I was like, hey, 
you know, I'm on probation, but I need something to keep me busy from getting in trouble. Right. And he was like, you have no chance. What? And, and I was like, why? He was like, because we already, our guys have been playing for three years. I said, listen, I'm a different breed of human. Like, I, just give me an opportunity. Mm-hmm. He said, all right, come to tryouts. So I came and I didn't know the football, what they call football IQ. Mm. I didn't have that. So he was like, line up in so-and-so. And I was like, what's that? He was like, get off the field and yells at me. And the other kids are like, who's this? You know? Right. Well, as soon as so I got. It was like you had to prove yourself. I did. As soon as I got my chance, it was over. He just fucking lit the field up. I broke the state records. I Go. Long story short, the, the the crowd was as big as they've ever seen. People were like recruiting me. Mm-hmm. I got college offers you know like i got an offer from illinois state university that's division one yeah i'd never played football before i was like i was like their best player yeah and so like the coach was like what like where did this guy come from like who is this guy yeah so it just felt really good i think that's where my life changed because i started getting the confidence right women started to talk to me i have girls love athletes i had sex for the first time like it was like let's talk about that too (laughs) yeah i have the craziest story it was on valentine's day it was on valentine's day the girl i was talking to for months Mm -hmm. she got grounded and (laughs) <laughs> I went to this party and this girl, she had knew me and right. she she literally took me to her car mm. and took my virginity. In the car? In the car. Oh my goodness. And then get this, she had left. Mind you, I'd never had sex before. Right. Don't tell me you double dipped. So <laughs> <laughs> how did I know? So, so then so then I go inside and like the cops had come and we're literally just sitting there. And there was three girls and me and my friend Bobby. Well, he had a girlfriend and I was sitting on the chair. Well, the girl I've been talking to, her like best friend at the time, comes and sits on my lap. And I say, hey, what are you doing? Like, that's inappropriate. Right. I really did tell that's her that. That's awesome. Most guys would have been like, hey. And then I swear to God, she gets off of me. And then her other friend, like I go to lay down and I'm almost asleep, lays next to me and ends up, we end up fucking. <laughs> oh, shit. And, All in the same day. And I was like, I never, I went home. I felt like the man. I was like, damn, I went from not having sex to like To this. banging two bitches in one night. I was like, this is what football does? I'm definitely getting good at this. Dude, my fucking virginity story sucks compared <laughs> to that. I fucking didn't have all that. My, I had to like pop my own cherry. The dude's weenie was so small that (laughs) I had to fucking, we were outside fucking on a lawn chair and he was on top of me and he just couldn't pop my cherry. So I was like, you know what? Flip over. Let me pop my own cherry. I broke up with him two weeks later. I realized then that pussy was power. (laughs) The the disrespect is real. (laughs) No, not at all. It's fine. James and I are cool. He knows, he knows it's him every time I talk about him on the podcast. Wow. Um, Okay. So how old were you when you lost your virginity? I was 18. You were 18. So yeah. this is, you're doing football, you're doing all that jazz. Yeah. So my life started to like slowly shift. It went from, you know, not having anything, no family, nothing to look forward to, no goals, no nothing. Did your family ever show up? Did your <clears throat> mom ever show up to your football games? Yeah, of course. My oh, mom, okay. my mom still supports me to this day. She's never left my side. You know, yeah. uh, we're building that relationship back. Yeah. Um, she, and it takes time. Yeah, of course. But it's yeah, also it, it's mom. not necessarily her. It's also myself as well. Right. Because I'm I'm very guarded. Yeah. You know, because I feel like I'm broken no matter what I show people, no uh-huh. matter how I dress. Yeah. No matter what. You know, me. We're all broken. Exactly. This is me being vulnerable with you. Yeah, of course. So. No, I love it. 
So from 18 on, what happens then? After you're banging multiple bitches, no, football star, no. fucking just conquered the fucking, t- <laughs> made the group home your bitch pretty much <laughs> and just changed your life around. Well, really, I just uh, got popular. I ended up fighting somebody. I beat him up and then <laughs> it went viral. <laughs> what is, You know, I, I grew up fighting too. Yeah. I think that's got to be an Aquarius thing because we just pop off. Like I, I just don't have time for games. I'm cool, but I'm not that cool. That's what I always tell everybody. Me like too. I will punch you right in your fucking face. Me too. Okay. And good. I'm like, I may look I may look pretty, but I'm, I'm definitely right, ready for it. Don't let the pretty face. Baseball, you got to roll like a boss. Yes, I, exactly. exactly. So after that, I actually um, I ended up graduating high school. I had great grades. I was supposed to go to a Division One college for football, right. Illinois State, but I lost that because I literally just got popular. I was doing right. what I wanted, and I missed the SAT test. Damn it! So I didn't take the test, so I lost my scholarship. Oh, and then oh fuck! Last minute, I got offered. That's a, a severe punishment. Like mm-hmm. they didn't even give you a chance to redo it. Wow. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I ended up getting an offer last second and I went and played in California. And as I was out there, like it was a struggle. I'm not going to lie. I was taking 21 credits in a college. Wow. I've never been to college mm-hmm. before. I was in a different state. I had no financial income. I was working on the weekends, seven, 10 hour shifts at Chipotle. Yeah. And then I would have to still do my homework. And I was just like exhausting. That's still admirable though, that you really had that work ethic instilled well, in you, especially from where you came from as a child. I was just determined. I, after I got that citizen watch, I like I felt like I had a new shot at life. And I was like, I can't be what my dad was. Right. And so like, I would just do everything in the fact like, yo, like I can't be him, right. you know? So anyways, <clears throat> everything's taken off for me. Life is just like amazing. I'm in a different state. I have no worries. And then boom, this girl starts, you know, seeing me. I feel like girls are always the downfall. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but I've known her since eighth grade. Right. And Is this uh, the one that was grounded? No. Okay. <laughs> but so anyways, I knew her since eighth grade and she saw, we saw each other and she's like, I want to come see you. And I was like, yeah, right. What girl would drive to California to come see me? Um, she was, lot. she was there the next day with a gift basket. And I was like, wow, life is great. Right. Well, she's now my baby mama. <laughs> oh, that's right. And your son is so cute. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. What a cutie. What is he mixed with? Uh, his mom is, uh, her family's from Trinidad. Yeah. So she's like black and white. Uh huh. Her mom's white. Her dad's black. Right. Mm-hmm. He's so cute, dude. I love that. We'll get into the whole fatherhood yeah. thing in a minute, but mm-hmm. he's super, super cute. You guys, when you Thank go check you. out Thane's profile, he's like a proud daddy and yes. he's got his son all over. Um. Okay. So this, you ended up having a baby. Did that alter your life like drastically? Like what were you thinking? Like, oh my God. Well, this is, I, were you happy? Was it expected? When I was on the phone, I, I started crying. I was like, wow. <laughs> I like, I'm like happy, but I'm like, well, right, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. I had no money. I don't have family. Who's going to watch the baby while I'm playing football? Like all this shit. So I was like, you know what? I got this. I mm-hmm. said, I called her back and I said, hey, whatever you decide to do, I'll be right here with you, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And she like was like, okay. So she made the decision to keep the baby, which was perfectly fine. Right. And um, after that, I was like, I'm going to move back to Arizona. Mm-hmm. So at least that so I'm she's in, in Arizona. Yeah. So okay. at least that she, you know, I'm close. If anything happens, I'll, I, you know, I can get there. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to um, these tryouts. It was a combine at ASU and U of A. Mm-hmm. Well, they both wanted to sign me. Todd Graham and Rich Rodriguez. Wow. And so I was like, okay, cool. Now I have an option. Now life isn't as bad as I thought. Well, my credit couldn't transfer. No. Why? Because it was like, was it a California to Arizona? Yeah. Community. Exactly. So I'm like, listen, you got, I need this. Right. So they both told me no. 
Wow. And so Pima Community College, which is right across from U of A mm -hmm. in Tucson, Arizona. Right. Gave me a full ride. I was like, I'll take it. Dude. It's two hours away. You got like a rabbit's foot up your ass. But I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I took that and I started playing there. But mind you, that's a two-hour drive. So I was just stressed. I was playing football and I was doing very well. I was going to go back to U of A. But I soon decided like when I was ready to go back to U of A that, hey, like what's important to me at this time and point is being a father and not an athlete. Yeah. And my goal was to be in the NFL. Right. And I said, if I was in the NFL, it's like, wow, I had two years to become great out mm -hmm. of all these years that all these other kids played football and their parents took them to practice and all that. So it like broke my heart, you know? Oh, yeah. So you made the decision to be a father. Does that mean that you gave up the whole ride and just decided to stay home? And what did you do after that? Yeah, so I gave it up and I happily was a father. <laughs> um, I ended up moving in with her. We got our own place. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, it's time to be mature. And I always told myself, if I put myself in a situation, I'll get myself out of it. So, you know, every day I would wake up and I would feed the baby. And how did you sure. feel inside? Did you feel like whole or did you feel like a part of you was like, I was missing? like, no, I was like, this is amazing. I, Aww, I have, that's I have. Awesome. Most guys wouldn't look at it like that. They would be like, fuck this. Well, I have a little, I have like a legacy. Like most people can't have that. And it was, it was a great thing and it felt like family. It felt like, you know, but it soonly like turned to the worst, you know, me and her didn't work out. Um, but I ended up being a mover. I ended up running this moving company. Mm -hmm. I had to work 18 hour shifts. Oh and my just... God, I can only imagine if you showed up to some people's houses. Oh, I, I have some houses. crazy stories. Well, let's hear one of them. Can well, we hear one? Yeah, this one lady, <laughs> she's like, oops, I dropped the box and the box happened to have a bunch of dildos in it. <laughs> and she was dressed in lingerie and I'm like- Was yup. she hot? Oh, she was like this old lady, but she was definitely, she could get it. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But no, no for It's fine. We're, we're totally with it. <laughs> no, but for real, uh, that was crazy. And I'm the guy running the shift. So I'm like, who do I tell? <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going to act like I didn't see anything. So I wrapped up the box and I was like, good one. <laughs> yeah. And then she. Oh, you didn't give it to her? Oh, she gave me a big tip and that was it. Oh, shit. She wanted your big tip. Oh, That's yeah, what she wanted. For sure. But only fans <laughs> wasn't a thing back then. So. Damn it. I mean, she probably wanted it in person. I don't think she wanted yeah. it only fans. For sure. All right. So for you sure. became head of the moving company. And yeah. then what happens after that? I just have a, I have an authority problem when it comes to working for somebody why should i work for somebody else's million way. dollar idea when i should be putting all this energy into something that's going to make me yeah you know not at the top of the pyramid i think we're natural born anarchists yeah so so i turned i literally told him i said yeah like you guys if you don't want me to be part owner i'm out of here Right. And he laughed at me. He literally laughed at me. I said, wait till you see me on TV one day. Wait. And I told him, I said, no disrespect because you know I'm a hard worker. Yeah. But I just had to get rid of that. But so. you realize your worth, you know, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. So to make a long story short, I ended up becoming the head of sales at a plumbing company. Awesome. And then after they weren't paying me what they told me, I said, yo, I'm, I don't think you guys realize, like, I'm not a sheep. I'm not going to sit here and let you guys lead the way. Right. So I quit that. And then right after that, I literally was about to take over a solar company because I got, I would go door to door and like sell solar panels. That's crazy. And I was That's hard so, work though. I was so knowledgeable, but it was hard. Like I went from being a trainer to selling solar to selling dick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's get into the selling dick park. So <laughs> when did you become a weenie boy? I call I call male strippers <laughs> weenie boys because I love them. I grew up with a whole I went I used to work at Olympic Gardens whenever back in the day, back in my day. And um all the boys upstairs, like we were all just best friends and we used to call them weenie boys. So actually, um 
when I stopped playing football, I was like, I'm not working for anybody else. Right. I'm like, can I dance? So I started looking around in Arizona and there was only one club and it was called like Dick's Cabaret, but it was gay. And I was like, I'll never do that. <laughs> it and, wasn't Rick's Cabaret. Like in Houston, <laughs> it was Dick's Cabaret. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so, so I was like, no, I'm good. So then I was like, how about the Chippendales? So this, I literally like sent them my information. Mm -hmm. I got a tryout. Mm -hmm. I came here. Oh yeah. They were looking at you like you're a fucking gold mine. Oh. And I was like, I was ready. I was like, I was telling my son's mom, all right, we're going to make it. Like, was she supportive? Yes and no. Okay, gotcha. But at the end of the day, I'll always appreciate her because she my, your son. Yeah, mm -hmm. of course. But um, so I got the tryout. They signed me out of everybody else, and then what, um, so what was that like? How did you feel the day that you became a Chippendale weenie boy? I was like, wow, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna travel the world right. on tour, all this stuff. Do they make pretty good money? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Some of, I never knew. Some of them make decent money because they get other gigs because oh, of gotcha. Chippendales. Okay. They like paid gigs. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyways, I, I rush home to Arizona to go get my, uh, like all my information, like my birth certificate, whatever. Yeah. And so as I'm driving home, you know, it's like eight in the morning and then all of a sudden, boom, I get in a bad accident. I got hit by a semi. Uh, and the I'll, day that you got your fucking the day after oh the day after so i get hit by a semi I almost lose my life and i'm just like wow the like in my head i'm like what's going on like right. did i do something to continuously have this to just get set back yeah i'm like right. this isn't fair so anyways i go to the hospital they put like seven staples in my head mm. glass in my face a hole in my leg and Anyways, they, you're so lucky to be alive, though. Yeah. Semis are no joke. They told me they, you know, I lost that opportunity. So, damn, they and weren't even compassionate. Like you almost got fucking. Killed. I couldn't go. On, I couldn't go on tour. I couldn't learn the dances fast enough. And then uh, right after that, my landlord, I lost my house. Right? Mm. And then right after that, I looked in the bank account because uh, Cox called me and was like, "Hey, how come you didn't pay your bill?" And I look and it says negative four hundred and forty-five dollars in my account. And as I looked, my son was like sleeping peacefully, and I was like, "Wow, like I got to get it together. I got to figure it out." Right. Lost my job at the solar company because I told him I'm going to Chippendales. Oh no. So I was like, "Wow, what do I do?" I'm like, "Should I just become a drug dealer?" Like <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people do. You know, a lot of guys do. Did you go that route? I, I refuse because I promised myself that, that you would. Yep. I haven't been in trouble for like six years. I mean, I fight, but that's, right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's nothing. Um. So what? So what do you do from there? You know, you feel like you've lost every. Well, you pretty much have lost everything. Oh, I. Which way do you go? There's only one way to go, and that's up, right? I started training people. Good. I started. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna utilize the things that everybody tells me I have. And that's where the flex with Thane comes in? Yes. Okay. Mind you, I tricked everybody. I They all thought I had like some certification. I, <laughs> I had the ins and outs of everything. I didn't know shit. Right. I just would, I would just pay attention. You gotta you, fake it till you make it. Yeah. So anyways, I was getting all these clients and I was like, let me target the women. Yeah. I was like, that will be easy. And so I did that. And then honestly, all they wanted was sex. And so it was kind of like- They would come to you to train them and they would just want to bang? Yeah, I had one girl, she was like, uh, we finished our session and then she got her water and she was like, hey, when's our next session? Can it be tonight? And I was like. Girls are so forward. I was like, I was like, no. Like, Does that turn you on when a girl's forward or what kind of girls do you like? Absolutely. What kind of girls do I like? I like, I like anything that just doesn't look like everybody else. Right. So I like something that's like kind of like exotic. I mean, 
I, I honestly like a good personality too. Right. And somebody that's not judgmental because I test girls right away. Right. I'll do certain things just to see how you react. Right. Or I'll put things Button in pressure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I just want to see what, you know, what, where your intellectual thinking is. Right. Absolutely. I get it. Mm. Um, so when you're training these girls and they're like trying to have sex with you, does that like, do you, did you ever do it? No, I started, um, I stopped. I, I I couldn't take it anymore because you had, it was like sexual harassment. And it wasn't even that. It was <laughs> just thing. you can get in a lot of trouble for that. And yeah. like at this point, like I'm really like understanding of life and consequences. Right. And I, when if you have your freedom taken away, you'll definitely think about doing something wrong. Right. Absolutely. So um, what happens after? When did you start getting into the OnlyFans? When did this happen? That's when I discovered the OnlyFans. The OnlyFans. Yep. So I started it. Mm -hmm. It's going well, and then. Next thing you know, I get this girlfriend. Oh, fuck. And she's like, yo, I'm not comfortable with this. And I'm like, hold on. Why doesn't she do it with you? She, exactly. That's what I said. Yeah. I'm like, you look good too. Like, you know? Yeah, why would she this... do it with you? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, I um, I ended up just stopping it for her. And I was like, hey, I respect that. Right. Well, then I ended up moving to Miami with this person. Right. I'm already telling too much. I moved to Miami with this person, and that's when I started to dance. Right. So this is when I actually So you got danced my in Miami. This is when I first started to be magic. Gotcha, Magic Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so my my uh, my stage name is Magic. Oh, gotcha. Um, I ended up going to this club called La Bear. It's mm -hmm. in uh, Miami. Mm -hmm. And um, I ended up becoming like one of the top guys there as far as the dancing i took second in the competition right. like like i was making a lot of money like i was doing well so right. i was like wow why work a nine to five so she didn't want you to do only fans but you were allowed to dance because that person also was doing the same thing I gotcha was. gotcha okay I'm just trying to get a Yeah, you know, I know. I'm, I'm not, trying not, I'm not to tell too much. I'm not trying to get you to talk shit at all. I'm just yeah, trying no, to get no. like a whole story here. Right. So um It's my job. <laughs> yeah, so I started to dance and I was making so much money. Oh yeah. And I was like, wow, this is great. Like I only have to work on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. How fucking crazy are the ladies that you dance for? I used to go upstairs. Go to my Instagram, you'll see. <laughs> They're crazy. I used to just go upstairs to drink like before my shift. And we would, like I said, we would hang out with all the weenie boys. And I'm telling you, those women up there, they would like stick their hands down their pants. They would try to suck their dicks like while they're dancing. Yeah, women Like are. you guys really had to put up with a lot. I would slap a dude if I got treated the way you guys get treated. We, we do actually. I think guys, excuse me, put up with more than the girls do as far oh, as dancing totally because yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've been put in so many bad positions thankfully i stuck to the g code yeah. <laughs> and i didn't give out my number mm -hmm. i had girls offer me like thousands of dollars to come home with them i've had husbands say you know they want me to you know fuck their wife right. all this you've shit. never done any of that no that's wild. Not at the club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now we're getting somewhere. Uh, Sounds like all my boys used to fucking do yeah, that shit. Not at the club. I, you know. Um, but yeah, so I was just like, I'm not working a real job anymore. Right. So then at the end of our relationship, mm -hmm. we ended up splitting for whatever reason. And I was like, wow, like COVID literally just happened. Yeah, COVID's amazing. And I was, like, I was like, what am I going to do? So two months before COVID happened, I started OnlyFans. Right. And I just started killing it. Like the first month I made like, I would say like $5,000. And then the second month it was like $9,000. Yeah. And then like 10 and then like, you know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, 
why not do this? I don't yeah. even have to do much. Yeah, it's like, it's insane. Yeah. It took me forever to get on OnlyFans. Um, everybody kept asking me and I was like, no, 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 I'm not gonna do it. And then finally fucking four months ago, I was like, fuck it. I was during the fucking Rona and I was like, I've got to do something because I always have to be hustling. I cannot yes, fucking that, just stay idle. It drives me crazy. So I was like, I'm, you know, I told my husband, I was like, I'm just gonna try it and see what happens. Dude, we could have never even imagined the windfall of money. Like it was insane. I couldn't believe it. It, it. it really is. And a lot of people were like telling me, oh, there's a lot of competition. And I was like, you guys no. don't realize it's not about competition. It's, it's how you advertise and how you network. Well, that and there's just so much money for everybody. Everybody yeah. is somebody's fucking type. Somebody's looking for you. And whoever's looking for yeah. me. Somebody's looking for her. Like it just it, that's all and that to, it is. And to touch on that, whoever's watching this, it's like anybody can do it because everybody has a certain someone there's Absolutely. certain thing there's yeah. certain fetish their there's niche certain, yeah they're, yeah they're, that's so because i've had girls and guys well i'm not in shape i'm like yo honestly some of the ones that aren't in shape are making the most money dude the I, big girls make money and stupid ones that aren't like picture perfect guys like girl next door types you know like a lot of guys don't like the way that porn like porn star looking girls look you know right. there's a lot of men who do like natural looking women mm -hmm. there's a lot of men who like bigger girls like thicker girls you know right. it's just everybody has their own thing right of course let's talk about some collabs you've done we don't have to mention names or anything like that <laughs> but how is that in this industry because it's weird i've heard of like collab parties and stuff like that is this like a big orgy what is it well <laughs> For, um so the it's actually a content party and, right and then and honestly it's not like if, if you and an other someone want to go run off and do your thing and record it that's on you guys but the content parties are actually like photographers there and like sexual implied you know content right. pictures whatever gotcha. it is it's not like an orgy oh, i mean okay. I, I personally i haven't been to one of those okay gotcha. i've definitely seen that but yeah not like that gotcha uh, as far as only fans um, I would be scared to go because I'm just so nervous. You know, you never know. Where, vaginas hmm. are like caves. You don't know where fucking what's so, behind door number one. So you, so honestly, I, I have a funny story. The first Please time, tell. the first time I ever tried to collab with somebody, I was like, hey, like I was telling her about it. I was like, you know, what do you think? And she's like, okay, no problem. But she didn't really speak English like fully. <laughs> well, you said you like them exotic. Yeah, so she was from Miami, and uh -huh. I was like, perfect, like, you're down. That's what it appeared to me. So right. anyways, you see how this is set up in here? Yeah. That was, like, basically set up in my room, and the light was on. So we had walked in, and she looks, and she, like, got so scared. And I'm like, I'm, like, confused. I'm like, why aren't you coming in? She's, like, standing. <laughs> she probably thought she's you were going to kill her. Yeah, she's, like, at the it. door, and I'm like, like you know. Yeah, Bene get in here, bitch, get naked. Yeah, Benneke. And she laughed. No. Yeah, and I was like, I, I went. I was like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, did I do something wrong? Right, and like, she's just like, no, it's fucking weird. I don't get it. I, I don't know. She, I just, I left it at that. I was like, maybe that was too much. Maybe next time, keep the light off. Right. <laughs> I don't let her see all the cameras and lights. How yeah. do you pick girls to collab with? Like, actually, do they pick you? Is mm -hmm. that pretty much what? It Honestly, is? yeah, because I don't, I don't. I think that's so phony. I Seeing think that's a pattern of life right now for you, you I, poor thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I think, I think that's so phony. Hey, you want to make content? Like, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it's sure. better than saying, hey, do you want to fuck? Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's a big deal. Like you're being straightforward. I mean, we. I mean, it is a business at mm -hmm. the end of the day. Yeah. But uh, so far, the girls have picked me. Yeah. I, so I've been I've been blessed to have a couple of good ones. You yeah. know what I mean. 
Um, all my content is amazing. Yeah. I know that for, for sure. Yeah. We, we kind of strolled through it the other day. <laughs> yeah. My, mine's great. We, I had to do research, you know, cause you were coming on the podcast. So I had to see what we were, what we were getting into. Oh, yeah. Um, do you have any big plans for like anything else that you're going to be doing on OnlyFans or anything that people can look forward to if they subscribe to you? Uh, honestly, now I'm going to become like, now I'm just going to like turn it up a notch, you yeah. know, like, because I, I told myself like, you know, if I'm going to do something, you might as well be the best at it. Absolutely. That's my um, life motto. Yeah. But I'm very selective on who I just fuck. Like right. I, I, girls think like I'm going, you know, girls think like we're automatically like, no, like I'm not thirsty. Don't get it twisted. Like right. I enjoy curving beautiful women because right. it's just, I don't know. It's like, no, I that's how I am with dudes. I'm like, it's just like, and you know what I mean? So yeah. So what do we have to look forward to though? Like I want to oh, hear, um, are you going to do like some big collabs? Or are you just going to do more content? Yeah, I actually just did a big collab with um, this girl. Um, I posted some of the content, awesome. but I have another plan to do another video. <laughs> do you have a free page or just a paid page? I do have a free page, but it's gotcha. under somebody that I don't want to get the money. Okay. Gotcha. And I was like, tricked. you need to make a new free one and I know. have them delete that one. I know. Maybe. Cause the free, the free page, the free uh, pages and the paid pages talk to each other, you know? Okay. So you just like make money over here. You make money over here. It's oh. like, it's like a, I got you. I'll teach you all my little tricks. Yeah. The trade. They, they told me to do that, but I was just like, uh, I don't, I really, I'm like, I really don't want my son's mom to see some of the stuff. Yeah, she knows, but it's just yes, like yes, yes. it's just like to me, it's like there's you a don't little want to hurt her feelings, and you know, I'm very respectful. Like, yeah. I, like I told you, I'm a gentleman, so little things like that kind of matter to me. So, like, I know my son's mom, or like certain people, like my mother or whoever. Are I gotta gonna, hope mom's not on, on OnlyFans. But I, I, yeah, me too. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, people are really curious. That. I've had guys, I've had my friends, the most weirdest shit like they're curious people no, want to no. know and I, I don't think it's like a gay thing i, I think they're just like well, no i, I want to see everybody's body parts that's how i am i'm the same way but my husband <laughs> had somebody come over to our studio the other day and he's like a huge comedian yeah and he's like man i love you guys this content and my husband's like what the fuck he's like i never in my life would have thought that you mm. motherfuckers are watching our content it's just you know that's it's human nature people want to know what people's buttholes look like and that's just the end of the story <laughs> so if you could tell anybody in this world any sort of advice coming from what you grew up in to who you are now what would you tell them like for some like life advice um i would just say to be resilient Honestly, mm. I feel like no matter what happens to you, everything ends up being okay. Yeah. Whether it's for six months, five years, whatever, everything ends up coming back to, you know, square one. Yeah. And then whether there's something that happens after that or not, it's how you handle it. And I feel like now that I have a son, I have to teach him, you know, to be a young man and yeah. what it's like to have responsibilities and, you know, to, you know, grow up. Yeah. So I feel like that's my legacy and I would be a coward if I wasn't resilient and gave up and, and, um, you know, asked for a handout all the it time. It would make you feel like you were weak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And, well, I'm excited to see yeah. what you have coming up in the future. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I definitely do, want to have you back on the podcast. Yeah. I have, I do have a lot of cool things coming up i'm not you just do music wait a second let's talk about this reality show you did a reality show too yeah so are we I, allowed to talk about that yeah we can definitely okay, talk about cool. that talk about it and i don't know if your husband's watching this but i definitely want to <laughs> i definitely want to rap like i, de I definitely want to get on a track Dope. not necessarily get on the track K but kata raps kata's really good oh, she's kata raps she's actually making an album uh my husband's producing it 
Perfect. That's Her and Viking Barbie together. I'm with it. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we'll have to get like get you two together. Maybe you guys will have to go to dinner or something and talk about it. See, look what she's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Chuck Woolery over here. I'm fucking like love connection. <laughs> <laughs> lay, lay up. <laughs> um, so no. let's talk about the reality show. Um, so I actually went out to Atlanta because one of my best friends, he's on, um, what's the show called? Wild and Out with Nick Cannon. Yes. And so I went there. Is that there. still going on right now? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So like, anyways, we were at the hotel and I was walking out and I'm walking out and this girl like grabs me like this. And like, I'm like, you know, she pulls me in. She's like, and what's your name? And I'm like, I'm like starstruck. You know what I mean? Right. Because it, it was B. Simone. It was like, right. she was a comedian. I see yeah. her on TV. She's and, fucking hilarious. Yeah, she really is. And She's I was just so like, fucking I didn't funny. Know, I really didn't know what to say. And I was like, who, me? Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we started laughing about it. And then she was like, what's your number? Blah, blah, blah. So anyways, we just stayed in contact. Right. And she had hit me up. She's like, I need a fine ass white boy on my show. Oh. And I, I don't know if I'm supposed to say anything, but all these guys like try it out. And so she's like, you better make it worth it if I fly you out. Aww. I was like, duh. Yeah. Did so, you tap B. Simone's ass? Absolutely not. Oh, damn it. I was <laughs> hoping it was, it was absolutely. I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just had the kissing scene. And yeah. Um, yeah, so it was actually a cool experience. I went to Atlanta for a week and yeah. we filmed there and we're in this big mansion with all the guys mm -hmm. and her friends came and it was a good time. And then it definitely gave me exposure after that. It, it was kind of a wrap. My Instagram started blowing up. Where can people find this? um zeus network mm. um my boy uh lemmy plumber he's the owner of zeus network awesome amazing person um they actually have the only fans tv show oh i didn't even know there was one yeah well everything's on pause i guess um i'm supposed to be on that as well mm -hmm. what they, is it it's called only fans or i forgot i think what's it about though like obviously only it, fans, sh it like it shows different like top only fans people oh, and dope. it shows like what their niche is right okay or kind of like the podcast in a right. sense but it's like it shows like certain things awesome so it's actually really cool we'll um, have to tune into that did they have to stop it because of fucking rona yeah so i was like man this is gonna be dope my money's about to go yeah. to the roof oh my god yeah yeah yeah. because it's a big network zeus network you can look them up they're huge yeah um, no we we watched it the other day <laughs> yeah so anyways we do some research. i got deleted off the show i think it's because I don't know. They just didn't want me to win. Yeah. Who ended up winning the show? I don't even... We didn't watch that. Um, his, on the show, uh, it was um, Invisalign. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's, okay. he's, he's so, his real name's Darian. He's amazing. He's, oh, that's he's such awesome. a good... Yeah, Did you guys really fight? Was that a real fight? No. Okay. I didn't think so because you were laughing. We were like, he's laughing. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like... I literally told him, I said, yo, we got to make this show something quick. Right. I, they flew me out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? You're like, let's do this. Yeah. So exactly. So it was cool. So... um. But yeah, I got after that. I started. I did like some stuff for Telemundo. I started modeling, and then like you know, I just kind of started. Yeah, see all your modeling pictures. You got you get you got a really cool thing, and you have a really good look. So it's gonna take you far. You obviously know that because of yeah. how far you've come just yeah. from your childhood and stuff like that. Right. Why don't you shout out um, where people can find you? All your socials that you want them to find. You're, you can shout out your OnlyFans page too. Also, yeah, um, it's really only flex with Thane. I have a YouTube channel. It's called um, uh, what is it? It's they, oh thane's world okay and then it's it's me and my son flexing <laughs> and then it has like five stars it's cool and then uh my only fans is also flex with thane so you guys can follow me there awesome uh, well thank you so much for coming on the podcast i hope this is you. you know one of many appearances that you're going to be making on the pod and i hope next time you come on it's going to be just more shit that you're doing and yeah. you know when you get really big don't forget about us little people i'll never do that <laughs> I'll, I'll come back whenever you want me awesome thank you so much thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of dumb blonde i will see you guys next week bye, bye.